Hello, it is Thursday, November 19th. I am Trent Reinsmith, and this is another edition of the Daily Come On Out MMA podcast. And here are the topics for today. I think Dana White is overstating the odds of Habib Nurmagomedov coming back to fight in the UFC for one more fight. Um, and Dana White is talking crazy. He wants fans at January January events in Abu Dhabi, and I don't think there's a chance in hell that's going to happen with COVID-19 cases on the rise and Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up in America. But we'll see. And now, on with the show. I'm not really sure what Dana White's trying to do here or what his thinking is or if Habib Nurmagomedov's manager is somehow involved with this. But White he continues to push this narrative that he believes Nurmagomedov is going to come back and try to go move his record up to thirty and zero, and I don't, I don't see that. It, it, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, there's nothing that leads me to believe that Nurmagomedov is someone who will go back on his word that he gave to his mother, according to him after his win over Gaethje, that he wouldn't fight again, that he would fight Gaethje and then retire. That's what Nurmagomedov said to his mother, who did not want him to fight Gaethje after the death of his father. So, I think. Nurmagomedov's word to his mother means more to him than Dana White's money. He's never struck me as someone who was doing anything for money. Um, And I know that's kind of unbelievable to a person like Dana White that money doesn't make someone's world go round. But I don't get that. Never got that from Habib. I got the fact that he competed for the love of competition that was instilled in him from his father. And I think he might have lost a little bit of that when, when his father died. And that's understandable. I mean, you had that close relationship. You're going to lose a little bit when when that person is no longer with you. And that person meant so much to you and you wanted to live up to that person's standard and the goals that you two set together. And did you meet all those goals? No. Um, but you got very close. The only thing that Nemegamedov never did, I think, is fight George St. Pierre. And that's not his fault. That's not St. Pierre's fault that maybe the timing wasn't right. Maybe the UFC didn't want to offer the correct amount of money to get St. Pierre to do whatever he had to do to come back. But I do believe there was great respect between those two and that it didn't work out. I don't think that's going to bother either of them in the big picture as far as legacy. It could have happened. It didn't happen. I think they both move on knowing where they both stand in UFC history. So... I just think that White's approach here is, you know, wish something until it comes true. Or maybe Nurmagomedov's manager, again, Abdelaziz, is trying to sell White on the prospect that Nurmagomedov is going to come back just so the fight between McGregor and Poirier is not a title fight. That is entirely possible because of the level of disdain Abdelaziz has for McGregor. And while I don't think, I don't know, well. I think Nurmagomedov might have some some uh, bad feelings towards McGregor, and rightfully so. I don't think he wants, and he said this, he doesn't want to put the spotlight back on McGregor. And I don't blame him for that, because when the spotlight goes on McGregor, as we saw in the lead-up to their first fight, all it does is make him act like an asshole. And then, you know, that puts a bad light on Nurmagomedov, which I don't think he wants. I don't think he wants to be put on a bad light in a stupid situation because some guy's going to act like a clown during the lead up to a fight. And he beat him. He beat, beat the brakes off of him. There was no, there's no reason for that fight to ever happen again. I agree with Nurmagomedov. I agree with Abdelaziz. And Dana White can tell me how badly McGregor wants that fight back. 
but you can't convince me that he deserves it. Wasn't even close. Wasn't even close. So the fight shouldn't happen. It, it, it would be a money grab for the UFC, a money grab for McGregor. And like I said, I don't think Nurmagomedov wants or is interested in that money. And so there's um, a story here from RT.com when uh, Nurmagomedov uh, spoke about his retirement. And here's what he said. And this was after White said he thought the, the uh, lightweight champ is going to come back. You can fight until you're 40, but there should be a goal. I had a goal to reach the summit, and I got there. Further, I have no competitive interest. Next year, I will graduate. He, he's, he's uh, Nurmagomedov is going to college. I'd like to build my thesis, do a master's course, dedicate more time to studying. I bought sheep. I tend to my farm. I'd like to develop in this field a little. I have the bull calves out to feed. I have cows. So why? He seemed to have moved on. And what he said also was, I would like to take part in a place where I can bring a benefit. It doesn't have to be big politics. Right now, I can bring a benefit without being a politician. And that's enough for me. So it sounds like Nurmagomedov has his future pretty well planned out. Um, and it doesn't include fighting in a cage, and it doesn't include giving Dana White what he wants, and it doesn't include giving Conor McGregor what he wants. So I think Nurmagomedov is at a point in his life, young point, young, and at a point in his life where his happiness isn't tied to anyone else's happiness except his family and his country, and that's respectable, and there's no reason for him to make money for someone else when he knows he's getting the, the short end of the stick. So I think if any retirement sticks, it's going to be this one. Um, and I hope it sticks because if it, in the big picture, if you want to break it down, the only thing that matters to White and McGregor is that this a fight with Habib would generate money. Now, if he comes out of retirement to fight St. Pierre, that's a different story because that was a goal of his and his father's. I never heard Nurmagomedov say that him and his father wanted to rematch McGregor. So I think the only way he comes out and of retirement, and it's a very slight chance that this even happens, is to fight St. Pierre, because that was a goal. I don't think it happens, though. I think uh, his word to his mother is, is bigger for Nurmagomedov than, than the fight. But, but again, it was a goal of his father's and him, so maybe that, maybe that, that happens. But that's the only way I want to see Nur Nurmagomedov fight again, and... I hope he stays retired, and I hope that burns in White's craw because all he wants is money from Nurmagomedov and McGregor's craw as well because that's all he wants is money. So um, hopefully um, he stays retired, and sooner or later, you just know the UFC is going to get up McGregor a title fight even if he doesn't deserve it. So the longer that White believes that Nurmagomedov will come out of retirement, the better for uh, folks that don't want to see Conor McGregor as a as a title holder again. Well, here we go. Here we go with Dana White. I don't know if he's living in an alternate universe where COVID-19 numbers haven't been going up everywhere. And I don't know if he knows that people are going to ignore um, restrictions for, for Thanksgiving and Christmas. And that's obviously going to cause a surge in COVID numbers, at least in America. But he's out here thinking that he's going to get crowds into Abu Dhabi for UFC 257 and he might he might but if he does I don't think he can pat himself on the back because I think that's all going to be due to Abu Dhabi's uh, testing procedures that they instituted and not the UFC's testing procedures which seem to be kind of lacking 
if you want to, if if I can be blunt. So what White said to Barstool Sports and that he was considering for Abu Dhabi for the UFC 257, which is going to be the, as far as we know, the McGregor versus Poirier fight card. Um, so here's what he said. The new arena will be open, and that thing was designed with us in mind. Concerts, pool parties, all kinds of cool stuff. And yes, I hope to bring fans back. That's what I'm shooting for. And he said he was going to, it was kind of be an international fight week was what they had kind of thought of and do fights Saturday, Wednesday, and Saturday. And then here's the part that is just mind-blowingly stupid. It would be good to have fans. And the thing is, from Fight Island, we can get fans all over the world there. It's an easy destination to get to, a fun destination to go to, and we can just blow the doors off this thing. I'm ready for some fights with fans. I'm ready to go to a live concert. I'm ready to have some parties. I'm going to go to all this shit. I want to mingle with fans again. I want the fans back. We figured this whole thing out up to now. We'll figure out how to do this safely and pull this thing off in Abu Dhabi. And what I say is, I don't think the UFC should make plans after Christmas because this surge is going to come because people are too stupid to realize that COVID numbers are going up now. And then they're going to go meet with their families over Thanksgiving because why not? And then the numbers are going to go up two weeks after Thanksgiving. And then it's Christmas and New Year's. And then the numbers go up and go up again. So it's not going to shock me if this whole plan falls apart come uh, January into February. I would not be shocked if the UFC is going to be canceling fight cards or strictly going to Abu Dhabi because they, we know that they're testing and they're um, keeping everybody quarantined is effective. And so I don't think, I'm saying it's like a 90% chance that there's no fans through the first half of uh, 2021. Or if there are fans, it's a very small number and it's family and folks that can stay quarantined for two weeks um, or for a decent amount of time leading up to the fight cards. And this, again, I'm thinking only Abu Dhabi. I'm not thinking U.S. I think the U.S. is going to be a hot mess come uh, come December and, and January and the February. There's nothing that leads me to believe that things are going to go down from here. I think they're just going to go up. And, again, that's because people just think that it's their right to do whatever they want and put themselves and their families and strangers at risk. And I see White as one of these people because... This whole thing sounds like he still does not believe that it's real. I, it just comes across as someone who is a, a COVID-19 denier, and it's silly. And I think a lot of fighters take their lead from this kind of stupid behavior. And it is stupid. It's reckless, and it's just pig-headed. But you could use those things to describe Dana White rather easily. So it's going to be worth watching. Um, I'm not thrilled that this is happening again. I'm disappointed that White is act, has this cavalier attitude about all this, as do many UFC fighters. And I think that's just going to increase as the numbers go up and as restrictions, restrictions that are needed because people can't think for themselves, get put back in place in the States. So I think there's a good chance that the majority of the cards early in 2021 are going to be in Abu Dhabi or in somewhere in the States where regulation is very light if at all so it's going to be an interesting time and it's going to be worth watching and i don't think it's going to go well so we'll see what happens but i really don't want to see fans at fights until this the numbers go down for a 
relatively long number of uh, weeks, months maybe. Dana White, on the other hand, just seems to be like, hey, we'll let people come in and uh, we'll figure it out. It's not how you work with the pandemic, but we'll see. We'll see. I, but like I said, I think the Abu Dhabi did a great job of handling things for the Fight Island cards. I think that will continue, but I do not think that fans should be brought in unless they are friends and family and they do the quarantine once they arrive in Abu Dhabi, um, especially if they're from the States and it's after Thanksgiving and Christmas because... Like I said, things are going to get very dicey. So keep an eye on this. Keep an eye on how the fight cards play out. And don't be surprised if we get a lot of fights canceled and an uptick in fighter positive COVID-19 tests. Because I do believe that that is coming. That's all I have. I um, hope everyone is going to tune in to UFC 255 for at least the two title fights. See what happens there. Um, I think the champs are both going to defend. But, you know, something crazy could, could happen. Every once in a while that uh, does occur, you know. So I might have something for Friday, might not. We'll see. It's always a crapshoot. Something interesting might happen, like say the UFC decides to investigate Mike Perry and something good happens like that. We'll see what happens. But until next time, everyone stay safe.